Erev Tovin, good evening, everyone. We are in the Zer Shimshon on Parshas Chukas. Uh, we're going to do Os Yud Beis, section uh, uh, 12 in the Sefer. This is Daf Reish Chof Ches. And uh, the Zer Shimshon starts with the Gemar and Mesech de Brachos as follows. Brachos Perakhe, in the fifth parak of Mesech de Brachos, Mase B'Mokom Echad, it happened in a certain place. Shehayabo Arod, that there was there an Arod. Now, the word arod, uh, usually in the Gemara means, and it refers to an animal, basically kind of a wild donkey. Uh, but here, that doesn't, uh, it doesn't mean that in this Gemara. The Mephor should point out that can't be what it means in this Gemara. And it, it really refers to something like a, a poisonous snake or a poisonous t- a toad, a, a, some kind of poisonous reptile. So they had, in this certain place, they had this poisonous animal, and this animal was, uh, da- was uh, damaging people, was uh, hurting people, even killing people. So they came and they told to Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa about this creature, this poisonous creature that was a threat to people. So he said to them, show me its hole, show me the hole that it comes out of, etc. etc. And then the story continues. He placed his heel on top of the creature's hole, which blocked its uh, uh, any way for it to get out. And so the creature came out and bit and bit him on the heel. And the arod died. Etc. So here's a creature that's uh, a poisonous creature that's biting people and and. Uh, and causing great uh, wounds and, 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 and threatening people's lives. Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa comes, he puts, his, uh, he puts his foot there, and the animal comes uh, and bites it, uh, and, uh, and it's the animal, the arod, that dies. Omar Lohem, so Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa said to his Talmidim, Ru'u she'ein ha'arod memis elachet memis. See that it's not this poisonous animal that uh, is what actually kills, it's chait, it's the sins that a person have uh, that, that kill. And therefore, if a person is sinless, is free of sin, is free of averos, then the, then the arod can't harm them, and it, is, and it, is, and it can't uh, damage them. So that's the Gemara in Mesechta Brachos. V'hiksha Maharsha, so the Maharsha asks on that Gemara, on that story, on that Maisa, Ech somach al hanes. How was it that Rabbi Hanina Mendoza relied on a miracle by walking over and putting his foot on top of the hole of this poisonous creature? In a place that we know, that he knew, that everyone knew, it was, it was very common and very frequent uh, for this uh, creature to come out and bite people and do serious damage to them. How, how could Rabbi Hanina Mendoza do that when we know the rule is, that we don't rely on a miracle. We don't, uh, we don't say uh, to Hashem, so to speak, okay, I'm going to do this action, even though it's very known to be dangerous, and, uh, and Hashem, please save me because of the schuyos that I have or because I'm going to daven or for whatever reason, we're not supposed to rely on a miracle. So that's what the Marsha asks about on, on Rabbi Hanid ibn Dosa. And so too, this question is asked by other, uh, others, other uh, commentators. So the Zer Shimshon continues in the bottom of the Omad. And according to the lowness of my own understanding, the Zer Shimshon says, according to the way I understand it, this is not a problem. 
because it is the way of Hashem, lasos neis besoch neis, to do a miracle, lasos letzadikim neis besoch neis, to do for righteous people miracles within miracles. And once Hashem has done a miracle for a person, then that person is allowed to rely on the fact that another miracle can happen for them. As we find in the Zerashimshu quotes the, the Medrash Rabbah on Esther, and the Medrash Rabbah uh, that he's quoting that piece there is very, very fascinating. And he, the, the little piece that he quotes says that David and Mordechai were given hints about something, and they took this into account. They, they paid attention to the hints that they were given. And that uh, Medrash Rabbah piece uh, over there uh, on, on Esther, on Megillus uh, Esther, says that it gives an, it gives an example that on the, on the uh, contrary to David and Mordechai, Moshe and Yaakov Avinu were also given hints, hints but they did not pay attention fully. They did not fully pay attention to those hints. So let's pause for a moment just so I can tell you what the hints uh, were for David and Mordechai so you'll understand why the Zayar Shimshon brought in that reference. So the Medrash says, Medrash says that David, when he was a young shepherd, uh, on one occasion a bear came to attack the flock. And also a lion came to attack the flock. And David, uh, although he didn't have any particular uh, weapons to use to defend himself against these uh, wild animals, these very vicious, dangerous animals, uh, he was able to fight them off. And, and so the fact that he was able to fight them off, he learned a lesson from that. He said, Hashem just did a nace for me. Hashem did a miracle for me. And it has to be of tremendous significance because who is able, which... What, what, uh, what shepherd, what unarmed shepherd, what unarmed person in general could fight off a bear and a lion who were completely intent on attacking the sheep and attacking the flock? How is that possible? It's unheard of. So David learned and said, this must mean something. This is an indication, a rem as a hint from Hashem. And it must mean something for the future that God is telling me, I need, if I see that Claudius is in trouble, I need to step up and, and, uh, and uh, go to the forefront because of what just happened to me here, Hashem did this miracle for me, Hashem will do another miracle for me in the future on behalf of saving Klai Yisrael. And in fact, that's of course what happened, the whole story is in, in Shmuel Aleph, uh, when uh, Goliath and uh, Bnei Yisrael was fighting against the Plishtim and Goliath was coming out every day and tormenting, uh, tormenting the Jewish shoulders under, under uh, King Shoal and challenging anyone to come out and fight him and, and no one would come out and fight him and David showed up on the scene uh, in order to deliver things to his brothers, came out and he fought against Goliath and he was able to uh, defeat uh, Goliath, of course, as we know the famous story. But it actually, but he actually uh, recollected, he remembered the, the story about the, the lion and the bear and he said, Hashem saved me then, Hashem will save me now. So that's the story with David. What happened with uh, Mordechai? What incident did he take into account? So the Medrash says that he, uh, when Esther was chosen from all of the women in the 127 provinces uh, of the kingdom of Akashverosh, when Esther was chosen, he knew, he said, this is a remez, this is a sign from Hashem. This is not derech this is not a natural event. Uh, this is something where Hashem is giving a, a sign to me and to Esther. And he understood that this must mean that Esther somehow would pay a, 
uh, play a role in saving the Jewish people. So again, he, he, he learned from the incident, he learned from the, uh, what happened, and he saw the Yad Hashem, and he said, this is telling me, and therefore, of course, as we know, all of the events that transpired were based on Mordechai's understanding of what happened and his instructions to Esther as to what to do and how that ended up saving, uh, how the, what the two of them did together, how it ended up saving the Jewish people. So the Zerah Shimshon says, you can see from there that Sadiqim, uh, when events happen to them, they can learn from those events that Hashem will do miracles for them in the future. Behoil, and he continues, Behoil Shematzinu de Bendosa, Havu we find an incident in a different Gemara, Gemara in Bab Metziah, where uh, Rabbi Hanina bin Dosa's goats were attacked by bears, and the goats not only survived, but they came back with the bears uh, on their horns. They were able to, to gore the bears and kill them and, and bring the bears back when they came back. So Rabbi Hanina bin Dosa understood that this was a this was a miracle, as the Zer Shimshon continues. The Hanisa Rabba, this was a great miracle that goats with their little horns uh, could could attack and kill bears. The Amrinu Perak test in as as we see in the Gemara that talks about this incident in the ninth parak of Bomitziah, Ayin Shum, see over there. So Rabbi Khan ibn Dosa had this miracle happen to him. Because of this, he relied on another miracle happening to protect him from the arod, from the poisonous arod. Because he saw that he was uh, fit to receive this kind of miracle. So for a regular person, the Zer Shimshon is saying, for a regular person, it's true, we have a rule, we have a cloud, don't rely on a miracle. And a regular person should never do something like putting themselves in a high situation uh, as Rabbi Hanina Bendosa did with the Arod, with the poisonous Arod. But Rabbi Hanina Bendosa understood that he was not a regular person, that his, his relationship with HaKadosh Baruch and his own righteousness put, and the miracle that Hashem had done for him with his own, for, to protect his goats uh, from, from bears that attacked them, he understood that uh, things were, uh, events would transpire and events would happen on an entirely different level, a timely different uh, way than for normal people. So he was allowed, the Zer Shimshon says, to put his foot uh, on the hole of the Arod. And of course, he was vindicated when the Arod bit him and died. And, and so the Marsha's question, the Zer Shimshon says, has been set aside. That he, the, the Zer Shimshon says, I don't see the Marsha's question as really a, a, a troublesome question. Aval continuing, but however, ikasha hakasha. If there's a question to ask on this Misa, here's the question to ask. What was Rabbi Hanina Bindosa's intention? When he said, um, Think back to the Gemara, the incident in the Gemara that we, that we quoted uh, in, the, uh, in, the, in the beginning, where Rabbi Hanina Bindosa uh, came and said to everyone, you can see from what just happened, and by the way, it tells us over there that he carried in the dead Arod over his shoulder. So he was a man who understood how to, how, to, how to make an entrance and make an impression. He carries in this dangerous, poisonous creature, which is dead, over his shoulder, and he says, look, the Arod died, and I'm fine. So you can see that it's not the poisonous creature that kills people, it's the fact that they've done chatoyim. And, and because, uh, because the Rukhani didn't spell it out, but they understood because he was a tzaddik and he was free of sin, the Arod 
uh, it was the Arod that came out, uh, got the worst of the, uh, of the encounter. So Zer Shimshon asks, why did he say um, those words? This lesson that Rabbi Hanina bin Dosa was apparently trying to teach from the incident between the encounter between himself and the Arod is actually based on a Pusuk. He didn't need to teach it from that incident. It's based on a Pusuk in Koheles, uh, which says as follows, Im If does a snake bite, without there being a whisper, without there being a lachash or someone who whispers to it, which Chazal take to mean the following, they explain those words in the following way, the hainu, this means eno noshech, a snake does not bite people, unless it is someone who there has been a gezerah on that person, milamala, from above. The Imkain, and if the Pusik in Koheles about the snake only bites when Shemayim sends down as a gezerah against the person, um, but it doesn't bite innocent people, then what did he add to that? Why was Rabbi Hanina Mendoza saying, look at my incident with the Arod? That's what teaches you the lesson that it's not the Arod, this poisonous creature that kills, it's the, it's the sins that people have done that result in their, uh, in their being harmed. Why did he say that? If he wanted to teach that lesson, he should have just taught it from the Pusuk in Sefer Kohelet about the poisonous snake. The ode in another question on this Maisa with Rabbi Hanid Mendoza, according to his words, that it's not the Arod that kills. Why was it necessary in the store to teach that lesson? Why did the Arod have to die? It should have been enough to teach the lesson that the Arod, that he would keep his foot there and that the Arod was, uh, wouldn't, would be intimidated and not bite him or that the Arod would bite him and Rabbi Hanina Bendosa wouldn't be harmed. Why in the story was it necessary for the Arod to bite Rabbi Hanina Bendosa and then to die? So the point of the two questions is there must be more to the episode with Rabbi Hanina Bendosa then meets the eye, then, then, then has come to us so far in our understanding of that, uh, of that incident, uh, and there must be more to it, which will help us understand why Rabbi Hanida bin Dosa referred to the incident to teach a lesson and not to the Pusik and Kohelas, and also why it was essential for the Arod, for the, for the Arod to die uh, and, not just, not, and not just to refrain from harming Rabbi Hanida bin Dosa. So let's go deeper with the Zer Shimshon. The Eshlomar, and we can say, if Rabbi Hanid Mendoza wanted to teach this lesson from the, only the Pusik and Kohelas about the poisonous snake not biting unless there's a gazer against the person, and if we look in the Medrash Rabbah at the beginning of Parshas Emor, and just as a side note, this is a little typographical error here, it's not it says Vayikra Rabbah Chav Tes Beis. It's actually Chav Chav Vav Beis. So you can make a little correction there if you want to look up the the piece in the Medrash Rab. It's Chav Vav Beis. Sheomer Hanachash. So the Medrash there says that the snake um, says the snake claims Efsher Daana Ovid Klum Elaim Mis Amar Li Min Al Yusa. Would I ever do anything? Meaning a snake is entitled to say, would I ever bite a person 
uh, on my own, if it wasn't said to me from above, from Shemayim to do this, Ad Kan Lashono, this is the language of, uh, of the Medrash Rabbah over there. So you see that the, um, that, the, that the snake has a right to make this claim that we said before that was reflected in the Pusik in Koheles, that the snake only bites people because it gets a message from Shemayim to do so. If that's the, if that's the uh, source for Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa's lesson, if that's what he would have used, then the Jewish people could say, just like the snake only bites people when Shemayim uh, has a gezer against that person, so too the Yetzirah that is within us, it, it bites us, meaning it, it, it convinces us to do Averos, because that is its craft. That is, the, that is how Hashem created it. That's what Hashem uh, uh, created it to do. It's following its, its, uh, its, uh, its task from Hashem. This is the reason the Yetzirah was created, to, to test people and to convince them to do, to do its best to convince people to uh, go against Hashem's will. And this is what Shemayim instructed the Yetzar to do. And from now, we are like people who are forced to do Averas against our will. So that what the Zer Shimshon is saying is the reason Rabbi Hanita bin Dosa did not want to be somech on the lesson, on the Pusik in Koheles, which, which tells us that a snake only bites uh, a person when there's a gezer menashamayim is because if he brought that lesson in that source, then 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 people would be able to say, oh, so so just like the snake bites people menashamayim, so too the yesar hara that we have that convinces us to do avera, it works the same way. And of course, the 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 comparison between the nachash and rep- and and in terms of uh, brias olam and 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 parshas uh, and that representing the yesar hara convincing adam and chava to eat from the from the, uh, from the fruit of the Eitz Hadas, so we understand the, the connection between the Nachash and the, and the Yetzirah. And so people would say, we have a Yetzirah. It, it, it was given the job to convince us to do a virus. We can't withstand that. We can't, we can't uh, uh, fight against uh, such a thing. And so, and so we're Anusim, we're forced to do a virus, and really we have no chance. And that's what Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa did not want people to think. So he did not bring the lesson from the Pasuk in Kohelis. But now that we had this incident with the Arod and Rabbi Hanid bin Dosa, where the Arod was coming in order to harm people, that people understood that this Arod was started, was, 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 was uh, attacking people because it was sent from Shemayim to do this. This was its teva, and this is what it did. And it came to bite Rabbi Hanina bin Dosa himself. And not only did it not harm Rabbi Hanina bin Dosa in any way, but just the opposite, the Arod died. Then we can learn from this incident, so too the Yetzirah, who bites a person, and we said that means uh, convinces a person to do Averos, or tries his hardest, uh, its hardest to do so, in order to make the person do a chait, 
Ein mamish b'nishicha zu. There is no actual substance in this bite that we get from the Yetzirah. Ela ha'odam yochol lehinatil mimenu ulahargo. But people, a person can fight against the Yetzirah and 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 uh, and uh, and be successful and actually kill the Yetzirah, just like Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa killed the Arod. That's why Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa was focused on the incident with the Arod, and that's why the Arod had to die in that incident. Continuing. As we find by David HaMelech, uh, here also, by the way, there's a, there's a uh, type, typographical error. It says the Pasuk is Tehill and Perakuf test Pasuk Chav Hey. It's actually Pasuk Chav Beis. But in any case, the, what's the Pasuk say? It says, my heart is hollow within me. And Chazal say in the Yerushalmi, David Horgo Liyetzahara that this means David killed his own Yetzirah. What did he mean when he said, my heart is hollow within me? He meant, he meant the Yetzirah is hollow within him. The Yetzirah no longer has any power over him. He killed his Yetzirah. He was able to completely dominate his Yetzirah, according to the Gemara, according to the Yerusham. And this too is stated in the Gemara Masechus Kedushin. Ve'im ata rotze, the Gemara says, if you wish it, if you want to, if you desire it, atatim shobo, you can rule over your Yetzir Hara. And so, and so the um, lesson that Rabbi Hanina ben Dosa wanted to teach, and the reason he came uh, and brought the dead I wrote into the base medrash to his Talmidim, and he said to them, look, this, it's not the arod that kills. Here, the arod bit me. I'm fine, and, and the and the and the arod is dead. Is because he dafka wanted to teach uh, his talmidim and to send, and to and to get this message to all of Klal Yisrael that we can dominate the yetsar The yetsar hara can not only not only can we resist it, even though it is in a way a shliach min The yetsar was sent from uh, is doing its exact job from. Shemayim, that Hashem created it to do. Nonetheless, Hashem wants us to be victorious. Hashem gives us the, the koach, the power and the ability and the capacity to beat the Yetzirah and, and subjugate it to, 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 to our desire if it's strong enough to do the ruts on Hashem. And not only that, but even in the highest madrega for people, for true tzaddikim, to be able to completely kill the Yetzirah so it no longer even is able to tempt them in any way uh, further to do Averos. So, so we see that the story with Rabbi Hanita ben Dosa, uh, which on its own is, is a, a very interesting uh, incident and a very unusual incident, actually the Zer Shimshon shows us that it has an extremely deep and profound message uh, with very practical ramifications in terms of inspiring us to fight against our Yetzir Hara and be able to, to beat it and never to give in to the idea that we can't beat it. It's, it's too powerful. It's too strong. Yashukov to everyone for uh, participating and uh, look forward to learning again uh, together uh, next week in your session.